3: Australian bars,
2: titty discs,
1: and that's what to be known as from now on. Like, I'm gonna go into the Marvel Wikipedia and <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is.
3: <laughs> the <worst titty> <laughs> get better than that.
2: Comic books.
0: Motherfucker, do you s-
3: read them? Hey guys, welcome back to another pooltastic episode of Fanholes Comics. Motherfucker, do you read them? hey what's up guys this is Derek Derek WC I'm gonna be one of your hosts tonight and I am joined by two count them, two of my fellow Deadpool enthusiasts tonight say what's up guys
1: hey it's Mike and why is my techno organic mesh on the wrong side
3: did we lose Tony Tony is there a Tony in the house Hello? Hey, what's up? Are you here? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Okay, weird. Okay. Shout out. out. <laughs> while well, you still
2: can. <laughs> Hi, guys, this is Tony, and that's why I carry this many pouches.
3: Nice. Alright, so if you haven't figured out, we're doing a special... Deadpool tie-in episode to the sequel feature film, which should be released hopefully right around the time you're listening to this episode, but what we decided to do tonight was to cover the 2016 miniseries. It's called Deadpool and Cable Split Second, and this was recommended to us by our own Mike, and this was one of those infinite comics that was like a digital first comic, right? Is that, is that correct? Yeah, like, and I think uh, it was uh,
1: released in 2015 as like a digital comic, and then like I think in 2016 they did a three-issue miniseries that collected it.
3: Okay, got it. Got it. So, so yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and discuss the, the issues from that mini series and everything. And I believe Mike has prepared a synopsis on, on what we're about to discuss. And then once he, he, uh, you know, reads that off, then we'll get together and we'll, we'll let everybody know what we think of it. So carry on, Michael. Well, I haven't so much prepared a synopsis as I'm actually
1: holding the physical trade in my hands right now, and I'll just read the back of the trade dress, <laughs> like which I think is the, the easiest and laziest way to go. It's but, what uh, all the cool yeah. kids are doing, is reading yeah, the back exactly. of the trade dress.
2: Yes. It's, it's what Deadpool would do.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's the easy way out. but. Yeah, this is uh, Deadpool and Cable, split second. It's uh, written by Fabian Nicieza and uh, with pencils by Riley Brown. Okay, the merc with a mouth and the soldier with the shoulders, together again, at last. The odd couple of 90s comics are back in their own buddy comic, guns blazing and pouches overflowing. But this time, Deadpool gets top billing. And they might not be buddies anymore when Cable has a vision of a terrible future, set off by the death of one man. As Nathan Summers takes on the job of protecting this key figure no matter what, guess who gets hired to kill the same guy? Did you guess Deadpool? I hope you did. Hilarity action and time-hopping antics ensue. But who or what is the nigh-unbeatable foe that is throwing Deadpool for a loop? And yes, that's that's the basic synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a,
3: that's a pretty decent synopsis of what's going on here. I mean, there's a lot of... I I know there were a lot of parallels to like kind of a superhero version of Groundhog Day and like one of the issues, and then there were you know I mean there's there's lots of kind of time travel hijinks. There's that one cool I, I maybe it was like a variant cover or something where it was like I think it was like Cable and Deadpool hopping out of the DeLorean kind of Back to the Future style or whatever like things like that. So yeah, and even
2: even has some Terminator stuff with. Uh, coming back from the future to save the past
3: right you know, right story. yeah i mean but, uh, yeah
1: yeah well uh, i i i might as well give like I, like i love like the cable and deadpool like team up series that like fabian Nicieza wrote back in like 2000 and i think it was 2003 through yeah, like 2007 yeah. maybe it lasted and like, uh, you know, once once I heard him and like Riley Brown drew a lot of the issues towards the end. So once I heard they were teaming up again and doing another like sort of mini series or reunion, like I I knew I had to check it out. And, you know, for the most part, I wasn't disappointed. Like, I really liked this story.
2: It's really quick. And when I say quick, I mean, it's paced where you don't get bored. And I guess that's because uh, how many chapters was it originally? You said it got turned into a three issue.
1: Yeah, it's like six digital chapters, I think, but yeah, it's, okay. it basically amounts to about three issues of, like, you know, comic books.
2: Yeah, that's cool. I, I think, you know, them doing it that way, they had to keep it fresh so people would want to come back and read the next installment. But I think it totally works for, like, the narrative because uh, I, I, hate to, I hate to say this because it, it makes me sound old, but I am old, so fuck it. Most people in our day and age are very ADD. They like, you know, give me something cool now. And, you know, I I have to be entertained fully for like this amount of time or I get bored. I, I You can't really get bored with this comic, I don't think.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely fast paced. There's always either there there's there's always action or the characters are always put in a kind of dire situation of imperilment, you know, because of the nature of the story, the way the it seems like there's constant mini escalations of the 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 time hijinks you know the 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 temporal distortions and things that you know it always seems like everything's escalating and even when you think they found a resolution like oh the resolution is to you know shoot this guy in the head and then they're like no wait and it makes things worse you know so it's like there's always kind of uh a constant, you know, up the ladder escalation of of the peril that the characters usually find themselves in. So in that respect, I think yeah, I think it is a a fast-paced and and holds your attention in that way kind of uh mini series. And then and then it it's interesting to note like cuz th- th- you know they they do occasionally bring back certain creative teams to work on characters again. Like I imagine for, for me like th- this is your I guess your version of this you know being that you were really keen on the the cable Deadpool miniseries and that creative team like it's kind of like when those Iron Man you know bad blood miniseries came out and it was like oh look cool it's you know it's David micheleni and and or michnny and 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 Bob Layton and they're back on Iron Man or things like that where you're like oh yeah. cool it's it's the creative team you remembered and dug and they're trying to you know maybe recapture some of that old Glory and, you know, sometimes there are pitfalls to that. I think we were just talking about things like that, where, you know, it's like Chris Claremont on X-Men at one point was at his zenith, you know, in his heyday, and then when you bring Chris Claremont on, on X-Men again, it's like, well, you know, th- this run of Excalibur is kind of widely panned, or, or I guess you could just point at, like, you know, X-Men The End as, like, an example of, like, terrible claremont x-men writing or whatever right and and so you're like oh this isn't quite up to the standards or the maybe the pinnacle you've placed the the old you know cockram claremont burn wait, wait 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 wait. are
1: you saying that gambit isn't the third summer's brother
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying it's extreme out <laughs> x
2: the, the funny thing is, though, is like, whereas Mike remembers his team from Cable and Deadpool, uh, the artist, uh, not so much, but I've always maintained personally, just my own personal bias, that uh, Fabian uh, Nicieza probably writes the best Deadpool for my money. He he just, he has such a good grasp of the character. Sure, he wrote his debut, doesn't hurt, but like, you know, he's done a lot of work with the character and he, he always makes a funny Deadpool for me.
1: Yeah, like along with Joe Kelly, I'd say like Fabian Nicieza is one of the guys who like I think Derek said in our Deadpool show like gets Deadpool's voice like right. Yeah, and like his yeah. like the the like his jokes too are like actually like funny like and, and there's a lot of stuff in this that I really like laughed at like I think I when this first came out, I had to show you guys because it, like, cracked me up the first time when he comes home to uh, Shikla and she's, like, wearing, like, sweatpants or whatever and he's like, yeah. you know, woman, like you know, what are you doing? Like Spider-Man's wife used to wait for him in like negligee, like what the, hu- I won't have this in my house. It was like,
3: funny. I, I sort of forgot you told us that story. So when I, when I started reading that first issue of, of the comic, I was like, it, it got to that part and I started laughing out loud and I'm like, Oh yeah, he totally told us about this. Cause this is, that's probably some of the best meta commentary in the book that that is a gag that is legitimately funny. Like, I I don't know. I I think there's some bits in this where I kind of was like, oh, it's too much, like, real-world, poke fun, you know, politic-type stuff where I could have done without it. But, but that particular bit was actually on the nose for me because it's like, it's it's about the comics that the audience reading this grew up with and it's legitimately funny like because, you know, you, you all sit there and go, oh, remember when I was young and dumb and I read, like, McFarlane's Spider-Man comics and I thought getting married just meant you had a hot model like, waiting at home for you doing nothing but wearing, you know, lingerie or whatever and it's like, of course, Deadpool's legitimately commenting on it going, what is this? I was totally promised this one thing but instead i come home and find you in sweatpants you know so it's like that was <laughs> kind of funny yeah
1: i i also like all of deadpool's like commentary about how he's more popular now than yeah. like mm. where he's he's like you know we i first met nate when like i was hired to kill him like i let him win that fight because i knew i'd eventually be more popular than him <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah 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 i i think uh i was going to mention that too mike but uh also I don't know why one of my favorite ongoing jokes is one of the characters in this uh, book of the uh, character who gets killed and they have to like not have him be dead. His name is Carl Weathers. Oh yeah, but yeah. for a better—they always call him Carl, not Apollo Creed Weathers.
3: Yeah, all, all I was all I was thinking of when I read that is, I, I was like, oh, for you guys, I'd be like, look, it's the fuck you, Dylan, you know, guy or whatever that they're trying to save, you know. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like if it was me, it wouldn't have just been like the the Carl not Apollo Creed Weathers. It would have been like the Carl not Apollo Creed not fuck you, Dylan Weathers or whatever. <laughs> You know, but yeah, that that is pretty funny.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of good humor. Uh, The the funny thing is, though, is that meta humor with Deadpool being more popular than cable. It's fucking true, too, because I remember the 90s pretty clearly.
3: I know you do, too, Derek. Like in the '90s, cable was a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I read a lot of comic books featuring Cable, whether it was due to his popularity in the '90s, and then I think later on, like, the, you know, what's funny? I'll I'll sit here all day and rag on, you know, Jeff Loeb writing and stuff, but I'll, I'll give him this: like, like when he took over Cable, like I was like, holy crap! I actually want to read this book now, and it's probably not not a not not a. Uh, a positive thing for Fabian Nicieza, who probably wrote the majority of Cable stuff before that. But I, I do remember being kind of wowed by, you know, just the notion that you know he had Cable running around and fighting like you know the 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 psycho uh, psycho man and and like all these other Marvel you know characters that he normally wouldn't have have been up against and stuff like that and they introduce that character the blacksmith who's in like one of those time hops as they go through this issue and stuff so there's there's a lot of bits of of cable's chronology that they they I, i guess they're trying to tidy up or clean up in this like am i right like is this is this supposed to be like a bridging series between like where cable was sort of at the end of X-Men and all that stuff and and how he ends up joining the, what what were they, the Uncanny Avengers? Is that what this is supposed to be? Yeah, like, I think he, like, he
1: was at, the last series he was in before this was, like, that last Uncanny X-Force book or a regular uh, adjectiveless X-Force, I guess, because he's, like, super older than he usually is. And, like, I think it's because, yeah, like, he had been transferring his consciousness to, like, clone bodies of himself. Okay. And then then, he ran out. Yeah, Yeah, but yeah, at the end, like he gets his appearance from like Uncanny Avengers, so like that's yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I I
2: like yeah, I like how Deadpool's like you know, holy crap, you look like shit.
3: (laughs) Speaking of some of the funny stuff, like I I just want to go on record as saying that when they when they find themselves in that temporal Rubik's cube of or, or temporal, I guess. Uh, what am I looking for? Not Rubik's cube, but I, I guess Rubik's cube could be a way to say it. But I, I was thinking like Gold Goldberg, you know, or whatever it is. The 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 oh, Rube Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, one of those those devices or whatever. It's like it's like they're in a temporal uh, situation, you know, like that, and and you know. Eh, basically like deadpool has to sort of like memorize everything to sort of keep up with it and like like my favorite part was when in the middle of you know it's like he's saving like kids from getting killed or eating you know allergic peanuts or or you know different construction workers from getting shot and cars from crashing and all this other stuff and he's got it all timed out but my favorite part was when he he takes a a uh uh you know phone photo of the chick in the, the hot chick in the yoga pants that ru- is running by in the scene and i was like dude i totally noticed that chick before the issue even started i was just like i was checking out that chick in the yoga pants like way before the, he even thought of taking the photo over so i was like okay that's on the money and that was pretty funny you know not gonna
2: beat a dead horse or over again but the, yeah this is like the deadpool i like i don't like dark Deadpool where he's like kind of funny but he's more of a killer and you know I also don't like my Deadpool to be too goofy like I have to be able to take him kind of seriously and like you know like that scene is actually a good example Derek is he's still cracking jokes and stuff he's taking pictures of asses and stuff but you see him he's like you know I have to be here at this time here right now he's gonna show up over there I gotta do this He, he showed us being competent he knows how to do his job
3: you know yeah he's he's competent but he's not he's not disturbing or gloomy or anything like that. Like, you know what I kind of liked was they they also played with the bit, like, even though in the beginning uh, his wife comes in and she's in the sweatpants and then she says, well, what, would you like me to be in something like this? And she actually does you know transform into negligee or whatever but I, I like how the second form before she turns into her true demon form is like she transforms herself into like kind of like a, a purple young b arthur or whatever and he's yeah. like oh boy like that's he's like that's right up my alley you know like that kind of thing and i thought that was i thought that was a funny bit
1: and uh, like i alluded to in my introduction another part that made me crack up was when cable's like losing his mind because of all the temporal shenanigans and he's like you know yeah. my technoorganic. organic <laughs> Meshes on the left my techno organic mesh is on the right like eye flashes on the left eye flashes on the right like and i'm like yeah, oh that's wreck- i was like you could almost like almost like insanely logic that out to like all of
3: liefeld's like art errors are actually like temporal like like screw up <laughs> they're, they're they're anomalies yeah. yeah yeah well you know you know it's it's always good that that cable's there too because cable is the straight man to deadpool so deadpool can afford to be less Less grim and gritty because Cable can can make up the difference for him too, in, in in a certain respect. So it's not it's not just about. I mean, he you know, Deadpool can be funny and he can be competent, but you know, you you can have some of the pathos or or whatnot, you know, in in Cable's character as well.
2: Yeah, I, I did like that, though, Mike. When like Cable's delirious and like he even points out stuff as like like he mashed, he's like my eye glow is on the left, right, <laughs> and he's like. Uh, he's also at some point where they're going through uh Shekla's like uh latter day uh you know orgy of uh followers he says something along the lines of like shoulder pads so heavy
1: <laughs> yeah he's yeah. like it smells like wet shoulder pads in here <laughs> or something yeah yeah <laughs> another another funny bit uh that i really like chuckled at was when like eventually like you know we haven't really gone into the plot too much but it's like deadpool has to become this guy called loop basically where he has to wear this time travel armor and then you know basically fix the temporal loop but uh like when he first gets it he like teleports and he's like where am i and then he gets like run over by this giant like terminator-esque robot like and then a bunch of like resistance fighters like come in and start shooting the robot and they're like you know I, I forgot what they say that's like aim for the viscosity, like, you know, module or something. And like, it's just like Deadpool crawling out of a crater and he's like, I'm definitely in cables future. Like, like, I don't know. That just made me like crack up, but
2: just, he just knows like, where he's at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, the like the, com- the the complete cliche of like, you know, it's a robots versus, you know, resistance fighters. Like, and he's like, this is definitely cables future. Like, yeah.
2: I also like how sometimes he's, like, when he's loop, he's supposed to, like, take Cable out at different points in time because of uh, the, the what if computer intelligence says, Cable's a threat to the temporal space-time, blah, 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 blah. But, like, Dimple ends up saving Cable repeatedly. And one of the ones I liked was, uh, it was, uh, I guess, the version from uh, Cyclops and Phoenix. And this cable and his his friend, what's his friend's name? Blood Path or Fire Path or something like that.
1: Oh, uh, Tether Blood?
2: Tether Blood, yeah, that guy. And they're just kids. And like Deadpool shows up in, well, Loop, quote unquote. And he's like, you know, he just pops in. And as soon as he does, they're like, oh, no, an assassin. And then Deadpool gets shot like five times. He's like, I'm not good at this. (laughs) <laughs> but like, yeah. But he he inadvertently saved him because those shots were meant for uh, Nathan. One thing that I thought was really funny was how, even though it's very comedic, like you actually get a sense that Deadpool actually does care about Cable.
1: Yeah, he's like, what do you call them? They're they're, they're bosom buddies, you know, basically. Like, and they, you know, they always make jokes about that. But yeah, like. I don't know when when this series came out, like Deadpool was like in a pretty good place, like in terms of like, you know, occupation and, you know, his personal life and all that. And Cable was like in a low point, which is usually the opposite, like you'd see, But like, I, I don't know, before, like Deadpool screwed it all up by like following Hydra cap or whatever. So, you know, it was a nice like, a uh, I guess, juxtaposition of the two characters, like usual statuses in the Marvel Universe.
2: Yeah, Deadpool usually screws everything up. That's kind of his uh, calling card. But, yeah, I didn't know about this run either. He had his own shield team. Uh, he was, you know, had a hot wife, you know, Necro Babe. And, like, he was doing pretty well for himself. Yeah. I I, I
1: yeah like that's his like... his daughter and like all that stuff but yeah like i don't know, current day like deadpool's back in the gutter i guess but it's like it's kind of i know like that's part of the character to have like ebbs and flows and like you know go really really low but like i don't know some, sometimes it's nice to see you know this character who is usually i guess at a low ebb to be successful but i guess it doesn't last very long it's it's, it's it's almost like the same deal with Spider-Man only like Deadpool's like way, way, way down on the chart, like in terms of highs and lows.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like Spider-Man like loses his girlfriend or something like that. and Like Deadpool loses everything. <laughs> oh, uh, another funny joke, because the, the whole show is going to be peppered with jokes. We remember it's just a random thing. I like the fact that Deadpool's katanas are named hollow <laughs>
1: yeah that's pretty good yeah i was just gonna say like derek your avatar like like that's a cool like scene
3: yeah yeah like that's i i i was joking with you guys before we started the show where most times when there's like an alternate disparate version of a character i'm like please don't make a marvel legend of it but in this case i was like i will i will gladly take the marvel legend of this character that appeared in one panel and will be discarded two panels after that forevermore. more but it, it was like you know it, it's almost like like what tony was saying it's almost like he's young enough to be x-man from age of apocalypse but he's kind of dressed up like cable he's got the cybernetic arm but then he also has captain america's shield so it's almost like it's almost like hitting like my x-man vance astro cable cool buttons like all at once so it it, and even even deadpool has that line about where he's like dude like this you know he's like Th- that kind of image or whatever like he's like he's like I don't like to say nice things about Cable but he's like dude this 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 moment right here he's like hello Mr. Stiffy like like yeah. this is this, you know this this is the kind of thing that you know gives dorks a chubby or whatever so he's like totally like into yeah. that that cool moment and that's like one of the variant Cables that he ends up inadvertently saving and in all these different weird kind of i guess i i guess they're all sort of like these weird offshoots of of cables either either his existence or 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 potential you know paths and futures and everything you know what yeah, i like oh go ahead oh
1: yeah. uh, just just to get to keep on that track for a second like that's actually like one of my favorite issues of uh cable and deadpool is the one where like captain america teams up with cable And, uh, like, they kind of have a discussion about that shield and how it survives into the future and stuff. And, like, Cable's like, do you know how many people, like, died to recover this shield? Like, and he was like... and. You know, he's kind of like, uh, like he's holding the shield, and Cap's like, "Now give it back." And like Cable's like, "Dude, like I, I carried this shield for longer than you did, probably. So it's technically, you know, technically, I probably, it's probably, I have more claim on it than you. But like, I, I just thought that was a pretty good like callback to that issue. So yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I kind of like the, the. I was gonna say, I, I kind of liked the. It was, it was a brief moment, but I kind of liked how they they briefly go back to, like, the origin of the Wild Pack, like, where Cable first kind of assembles all of them. And it's like, oh, yeah. you know, Deadpool's kind of like, this is before Domino, new GW Bridge and Grizzly and stuff like that. And, like, you can kind of tell, like, even though probably most, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm sure there's a, a degree of people where they're like, oh, those are you know Lamo 90s characters with you know thunder thighs and shoulder pads and pouches, pouches and all that kind of <laughs> stuff and and you know they there's probably no love for those characters within certain circles but it's like obviously Fabian Nicieza you know kind of you know made his bones writing those characters and it was kind of nice just to see them just briefly as like oh yeah this is kind of like how he got the old gang together and stuff and i was i I was kind of keen on that like i thought that was kind of like a fun little bit to to have them involved like i i I feel like you know modern marvel comics would just as easily sweep you know grizzly and gw bridge under the rug (laughs) but i like i kind of i kind of like that that they still got to have, like, even even if it was only for, you know, a few pages, like, I kind of dug that they got to have a little a little moment to shine of their own.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's, that's I was actually going to comment on that. It was like, I don't know if it was uh, Fabian doing it for the fans. I mean, I'm sure there's a part of it that was, but it really did seem like this was kind of like Fabian going, you know what, I like Cable, I like Deadpool, I, you know, I helped define these characters in many ways. And I'm just going to have fun with this. So I'm just going to throw in like their whole past. Like at, at one point, Deadpool realizes that Cable knew him before they first met. He's like, oh, he remembered me all the times I saved him when he was a kid. And he was like, you know, he remembers when he first showed up and he's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm Deadpool. Mr. Tolliver hired me to kill you, yada, yada, yada. And he like, Cable just said something of uh, like along the lines of, of course he did. Like yeah, I know I know Deadpool, <laughs> and like Deadpool never like really figured that out until like you know this mini series. He's like, oh shit, he he knew who I was. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of a nice way yeah. for
1: yeah. I mean, you could probably, like, get a, you know, saying something like that sometimes, it's like, you know, in, in an issue, you could get a headache just by going, like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Because in this issue, Cable says, you know, I've never met Deadpool before or whatever. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where you got to just, you know, shut up and enjoy, like, the, you know, moment or the inference, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It just, yeah, kind of fun stuff like that.
2: One thing I was going to ask you guys about, because you know more about this than I do, because there was that time when Cable was trying to save Hope, literally, that was the girl's name, you know, and like he had a rough period where, you know, like I said, he was huge in the 90s, relatively popular in the early 2000s, but at some point he just lost his mojo with the fans, and
3: he never, he never lost his mojo with me, Tony. I I read that, (laughs) I read that, I read that Hope Cable book, I liked it.
2: Well, yeah, that's cool. But uh, what what do you think, like, so that's what I was going to ask you guys, like, what, what do you think was the uh, moment where people were like, not so much fuck Cable, but more like, yeah, we don't care. You know, like, yeah, he's Cable, whatever, you know.
3: Well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it has to do with a broad generalization of '90s comic books. I mean, I I do it all the time, where I'm like, "Fucking '90s," you know, like where you're you're just like, you know, a, a lot of the 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 kind of atrocious things that happened, whether it was you know speculator crazes and variant covers and all this kind of nonsense, where you're just like, "Oh man," like all this kind of stuff, where you you, you in some ways it's almost like you were taken advantage of. It's like it wasn't good enough to get your Buck fifty for X Force One. No, they had to get like your what was it, five different trading cards or six or whatever it was. So they, it's oh, like, yeah, it yeah. was like they, they, they had to get your, you know, your nine dollars for X Force One. It's like, no wonder it sold. You know, a million, billion copies or whatever, because everyone was buying at least, you know, six of them, right? Like, so it's like Got, the wonder, gotta catch right? Them all. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like so. The, you know, there, there's that aspect to it where you know you you kind of feel like you were you were horn swaggled you know, a little bit throughout that era because of the way things were marketed so maybe maybe there's that aspect like looking back on it in hindsight where you're kind of like man you know fuck x-force fuck cable or whatever but like i i you know like I, I i always say like i'm not gonna lie like i read you know x-force i read cable i liked reading fabian Nicieza, you know doing the the cable ongoing when it had art from art to bear and you know various other you know creators that that tried to do it like I was mentioning like Jeff Loeb eventually takes over that ongoing you know cable book and everything and I remember you know for for whatever reason I just enjoyed the hell out of that so even though even though I'll rag on certain things that you know I think Jeff Loeb has these really weak ass mysteries and everything I I do remember his run on cable as being something that that I you know who knows maybe I'd come back to it read it again and think it's crap but at the time I was you know, I, I, I found it like a kind of breath of fresh air as far as that went. So to me, I, I kind of gave Cable a lot of different chances. And then, and then that, you know, the the series that you're talking about with Hope, you know, with the, I think it was like the uh, Ariel Ovaletti art or whatever, that kind of painted art and stuff. And that was really cool too. I mean, I guess for fans of Bishop, it kind of blows, but like, I, I enjoyed the series, you know, like I I thought it was good. And I like, you know, I liked Hope and, you know, what, you know, they were basically trying to do kind of like a, a lone wolf and cable kind of book or whatever, you know, instead of lone wolf and cub, but like, you know, in the, you know, dystopian future and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I liked it for what it was worth. So, but I mean, you know, for, for, I can't speak for everybody, but you know, I, I would imagine there is a, a degree of kind of dismissiveness of 90s comics in general so i'm sure I'm, I'm sure there were some people who always felt that way about cable like what's this guy with the big pouches and the you know the the arms that can't you know the cybernetic arm that can't stay on the right side <laughs> it's supposed to be on you know like i mean i'm i'm even you know uh, you know I often will will tout things like that. Like, why does the glowy eye switch from eye to eye? Why does the arm switch from arm to arm? And in, in some ways, it's almost like a you know Fabian Nicieza is doing like the Mocking Man's Kurt Busick, you know retcon fix of all this stuff. It's like this this little you know uh, mini series is like a tongue in cheek Avengers Forever you know where it's like you know it, it it's kind of rectifying some things but also kind of, you know, doing that Japanese thing, that, that offensive thing where, you know, you're supposed to like what, what is it they do they 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 pull down their eye and like stick their tongue out at you or whatever you know like it's like oh, okay, yeah. you know like like he's he's also kind of giving you the bird in his own way as well you know like where it's like yeah. oh <laughs> you know you're the guy who's 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 making comments like you think we don't know the arms switch from side to side like shit happens like get over it like that kind of thing so you know and i i you know for that stuff i guess i can i can take it in stride like that's you know, for me, like, that's, that's kind of how I take it. And, you know, there, there, there's definitely a lot of funny moments in this and, and good moments in the the book as far as that goes. Like, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's worthwhile. Like I said, there's, there's a couple things I think where they could have made it less, less timely in terms of certain references and stuff like that. I could have done without some of that stuff where it's like the, the easiest way to put it is it doesn't matter who the reference is about you know for the most part to me but i think any any reference that date stamps a story sometimes can just pull me out of the story and there there were a few moments like that where i think i you know i i would just say you know it, with all diplomacy like i think some of that stuff it's like you know what i i get you know that probably, you know, it, it. some things, I think, were more Fabian Nicieza's voice than Deadpool's voice, I think, is all I'm going to say about that, and it's like, that's fine, like, I guess he had to vent or get it out or whatever, but, you know, I, I think occasionally there were things like that that pulled me out of the story, but for the most part, they they were kind of far and few in between, you know, most of it was, was still sort of on point as far as that goes, like, it's, it's I, I think other writers, are far more worse with that kind of thing than than somebody like Fabian Nicieza. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: he's mostly subtle. I think about anything he wants to say for the most part. Yeah, but um, what do you do? You guys like? I guess like it. There's almost like a meta commentary on, on it in this. But like, did you guys think like? I don't know, like C- Cable is obviously not as prominent as in De- as Deadpool, like both in this series and like in, in the general like public's eye at the moment. Did you think like, because like Deadpool makes a bunch of jokes in this series about like, wow, Nate, like all four of your fans are going to be upset like at what <laughs> you're doing in this chapter. Like, did you think it went a little too
3: heavy? Like in this series, or well it's, or like i i i, I kind of thought of it as tongue in cheek i mean it, you, you know when people say that like when they say like all four of our fans, and it's supposed to be like self mockingly or or when he says it, like where it's about cable like i i I always think those those comments are semi facetious like they're not they're they're not intended to be taken at face value, and it's like I get. I get what you're saying. Like, there's no denying that Deadpool's popularity and fan aura has far surpassed Cable's. And, and that's the kind of, like, to me, to, I'll just be honest, that's the kind of wackadoo world we live in right now where Harley Quinn, like, outsells fucking Batman and Superman comics. Where you're like, oh, you know what? Deadpool outsells Cable and the X-Men you know, Deadpool's movie made the most money of all those Fox movies, you know, like things like that, where like, <laughs> that's, that's the world you, you live in. And there's no, there's no denying that. Like, so, so I, I, I think to to me, it's, it's almost like in good fun. It's like, I, I think they would want both those properties to be popular and make money, but it, you know, it's, it's in Deadpool's character to make a point of it. And the fact that he's always kind of been one of those fourth wall breaking characters, like, why would he not comment on how popular he is? Like, he he would be the first to revel in that, and also kind of, you know, poke fun at at Cable, who, Perf- you know, who we... Perfect. Yeah perfect example like when he he comments
1: and is it's both a real world comment and probably like true of the marvel universe but he says he tells cable like more man like more fans cosplay as me in one weekend than they have of you in like 20 years like you yeah. know like yeah so, well you yeah. know i i mean i
3: think i think that's part of, in 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 part you know i i did meet fabian nicias at heroes con and like in, in part i think that's because of how he now sort of sells himself at his booth you know like he he does sell himself as the co-creator of Deadpool and that that in and of itself gets him more more you know traction like he is he, he because of Deadpool like and because of his association with Deadpool he, you know, and, and, and that, that's part of that, that thing that's funny is I'm sure he's thrilled that he's got all these people coming up to him, asking him to sign Deadpool stuff. I'm sure he's happy. He gets a lot more action as far as that goes with, with people coming up and either making donations or or whatever it is, right. For, for autographs on things and stuff like that. But, you know, he, he, you know, when, when I came up and brought like new warrior stuff for him to sign, like, you know, Night Thrasher, he was kind of like, Oh, cool. It's not, it's not all Deadpool, you know, like, and so, so, so I, I, I think, you know, in terms of Cable, you know, going back to that, I mean, it's like, yeah, Deadpool's gonna, gonna, you know, take the, you know, take the, the, the shit out of him or whatever, you know, and, and like, kind of, you know, you know, poke some fun at him and everything like that, but, but I, I I think you'd be hard-pressed to find, that, you know, it, it's almost an acknowledgement of what happened to you, Cable. You used to be cool. Like, so So that's not, it's not exactly damning, right? Like, it's like, it's like, it's like, you, you're not cool now, but you there was a time where you were cool. You know, like, I mean, I know it's the yeah. stupid Simpsons joke where it's like, what happened, China? You used to be cool. You know, like, but it, it's kind of, I think that's kind of what's going on here. It's like, what happened, Cable? You used to be cool. You know, and it, it, it that, that's kind of what you feel like sometimes because you're like, or, or even the Grandpa Simpson thing. It's like, I, I used to know... I was hip and with it and used to know what those things were, i.e. Cable, Batman, Superman, what have you. Now, I'm old and scared and afraid, and I don't know what's hip and cool, and it scares me, i.e. Deadpool and fucking Harley Quinn. Like, that's... that's it'll what will that, to
0: you! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it'll
3: happen to you one day. Like, you'll think Harley Quinn and Deadpool are the bee's knees, and before you know it, there'll be some other new thing where you're like, I don't get this, and it scares me. And, you know, like, that. that's... That's kind of, you know, yeah, I mean, and I guess, I guess in some ways the way Cable and Deadpool have always worked is there's always been that kind of dynamic where Cable's like the crusty old dude from the future. That's part of his kind of straight man act, at least, you know, how they've always played it at any rate.
2: Well, I, I think another thing, if if you go below meta commentary, like Deadpool does, like Deadpool's character, even when he's a good guy, quote unquote, he's still not a good guy. and. Sure, he's helping Cable out, but Deadpool is totally that guy who'll take pot shots at somebody when they're down. You know, he, he's going to make fun of you. So, like, yeah, it is... His jokes are more meta, but he is, he is that asshole. He is that guy at the party. He he is that person if, like, you walk up with your girlfriend and she's wearing a dress is isn't flattering, he's going to be the one that says that she looks fat. You know? That's just who he is. And, you know... On that same level so so deadpool's are all... you
3: are you saying that cable looks fat tony
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks old um no well I, I was about to say but also deadpool's always been always always has been kind of jealous of cable too there's there's been more than a couple times where like he's like you know oh yeah nate nate knows everything he's from the future he's the savior of mutant Khan. yeah 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 you know he's kind of like he's kind of over how much people respect nate and like you know like you know, Cable always knows what he's doing. He's the future guy. And, like, now that, you know, Nate doesn't know what the fuck's going on in a way because, you know, he's seeing all the timelines. You know, Deadpool is, again, you know, he's like, aha, I, I'm finally the cool one. I'm the more popular one. He, he is definitely gloating in his, you know, like Mike said, better standing than Cable right now. You know, cable Cable's not the hero of the story. Nate, uh, Deadpool is. And Deadpool just wants you to know it.
1: <laughs> uh, not to change. Well, I might as well change tax. But uh, since you guys are more are bigger Star Wars uh, fans than I am, uh, who is Admiral Motti?
2: He's the one that Vader choked out. Oh, okay. He, he didn't choke him out. He's the one that like.
3: Uh, he, he's, he's the, the he's, he's the safe. one that's like you know uh, the power of this space station you know yeah. is is insignificant or you know like where oh, he, okay. he basically it's just that guy okay yeah, that's yeah. I
1: I figured it must have been one of those like tools that Vader choked in yeah, the trilogy yeah. it, but it, I couldn't I wouldn't remember which one it was it, it's yeah.
3: the it's the one from the first movie you know where where he's just like the the power to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force and he's like yeah you know, it, and and then then Tarkin and he's like, release him, Vader, you know.
2: (laughs) Any attack made by the rebels against this station would be a useless gesture, no matter what technical data they've obtained. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I suggest we use it. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. Don't try to frighten us with your sorcerer's ways, Lord Vader. Your sad devotion to that ancient religion has not helped you conjure up the stolen data tapes or given you clairvoyance enough to find the rebels' hidden fort.
1: (laughs) I find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, it's like I like wish. Deadpool and, like, his future self, like, they had, like, you know, he goes, like, don't go all Admiral Mahdi on me. And, like, Loop is, like, you know, Admiral Marty was lamer than Salacious Crumb. Like, yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> so. Well, that's another thing about Fabian Asimza. Like, there's been a lot of times where Deadpool will make, like, pop culture references, but they seem kind of easy. Like, you know, kind of like, all right, you're not really putting too much work in this joke. I, I like stuff like MST3K where if you're going to make an obscure reference, make it obscure to where like some people don't get the joke. Cause to me, that kind of makes it funnier because that to me comes across that Deadpool is a really big nerd. You know, he likes star Wars. He knows the characters. He, he's the guy who wanted the, the, the grand Admiral Thrawn, not Thrawn, uh, uh, Tarkin action figure for power of the force. <laughs> you know, he's he's that guy. <laughs> He knows his pop culture. He he is a
1: nerd. One other scene I liked was when, uh, oh, a couple of like scenes is like at the beginning when Deadpool's like leading the shield team to capture the Hydra base. And he's like, he's like, which one of you is Bob? Like, Bob! (laughs) Like, and he's like killing a bunch of people. And then one of the Hydra agents is like, I'm Bob. And Deadpool just kills him. It's like, you're a liar. Like, and then like later. (laughs) later he actually like calls bob and like they bob's like dude like we're in the middle of like hail training can you like call back and they're all like going like hail hydra hail hydra and like yeah. I, I, I don't know I, I just like his friendship with bob because it's like bob is such a coward and uh, like, like he's generally like useful to deadpool but then like Deadpool treats him like, like he treats all his friends basically, like Weasel, like crap and stuff. But they're they're still buddies and like they like they sign off where like Deadpool's like, you know, we still going to talk about the last episode of Scandal. Like, so I I, I thought yeah. that was pretty funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deadpool's all like, you know, yeah, I was just uh, you know, breaking up this Hydra ring with my uh crack Shield team. And I just, you know, what if he had any info? And he's like, you have your own crack Shield team. He's like, yeah, that's pretty much a thing now. He's like, can I join? He's just like, no.
3: No, he's he's like you know you kind of have to be hard boiled, the stomach of steel. So no, no, you can't join.
2: Yeah, (laughs) just totally makes fun of him. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, one thing I I want to ask you guys, I I think maybe the only kind of weak part of this book, because I did enjoy it for the most part. And even this is more of a nitpick. Personally, for me, even though he is the main antagonist, Split Second never really. He, he, he seemed like a Marvel movie villain, as in he wasn't that impressive to me. I
3: I, I kind of felt like, th- this is what I think I was trying to remember from before, but th- this kind of felt like a funny version of the Iron Man 2020 annual from Amazing Spider-Man, which I really liked. Like, like, his story conceivably should be really tragic, but because they do the whole Groundhog Day and have a bunch of fun with it, you know, because... F- Deadpool's the channel for, for which to have, you know, hilarity ensue. It's like his, that character's pathos doesn't seem as strong, but I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I thought he was fine. I mean, I kind of I kind of saw where things were going. Like, I kind of saw that loop was Deadpool even before they revealed it. And I kind of figured, yeah, me too. I, you know, I kind of yeah. figured there was some kind of familial tie with... With split second, and then you know they, you know, spoilers. They go into the whole thing, and it, you know, turns out it's the guy's brother. You know, and and you know of of uh, you know, fuck you, Dylan. You know, he's got two kids, <laughs> not just one. You know, and and so you know, it's, it's that kind of, you know, scenario. I mean, you know, I, I I gotta be honest. I mean, it seems like, it seems like loop and, and split second would be like a really easy Marvel legends two pack to make or something like that. You know, (laughs) not that, not that I'd be chomping at the bit to get it, but it seems like those guys are kind of toyetic, you know, they're both like armored guys and, you know, they, they kind of, yeah, yeah. They, they can port in and, and, do temporal nonsense and pour it out and that kind of thing. So I wasn't, I, I don't know. I wasn't like super hard on it. I mean, to, to me, it was like, okay, dude, it works. It's fine. Like, you know, that's, that's all I, you know, the, 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 I think if I had any criticisms and I don't know, like sometimes the way I, I get, it's like, it's, it's, it was designed for one medium and then to transfer it into another medium there might be some disparities but like it it, you reminded me when you're talking about split second there's this weird moment for me where basically they they go through almost the whole story and it's at the tail end and Deadpool's explaining to split second about like look you you know we we shot you and it caused all this hijinks and You know, you were messing with all these different versions of Cable. And then there's this nice little splash page where Cable ports in and everything. And Split Second and Deadpool are just kind of like, oh, you know. And, like, you're supposed to read it from the top. Or, no, you're supposed to read it from the bottom to the top. And, like, it was... I don't know, like, that threw me, because, like, the previous page, it's like, Deadpool and Split Second are in the middle of a conversation, and I thought the next thing they would say would come out of their mouths, but if you actually are drawn to the top of the page, Cable is in the middle of his sentence. And he's actually cutting off them, and that like totally like messed with me. So like, if I, I thought it,
2: something was wrong with, my, wrong with my copy, but yeah, okay, I noticed the same thing. I just thought like my copy was messed up. Okay, no, 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 okay, no. yeah.
3: Do, do you see what I mean? Like, you have to read it from the bottom to the top, and like there there were other instances like that where I I have to say you know, and it, like I said, it it just could be the the way the media was intended, you know, digital and print and all these other things. You know, it's like there were some things about reading this that hurt my head that had nothing to do with the quality of writing as much as the presentation of the yeah the material i guess if that makes any sense yeah well i I, i'd imagine that's because like
1: as a digital comic it was like it was one of those like interactive like Mm -hmm, infinite mm -hmm. comics where like they'd have one page and then like elements would be uh, added to that same page as you kept writing. There's, there's, there's that. Yeah. Not like, it's and, not and, like, and they
2: it's would not like a motion comic. It's like a flash presentation kind of S-
3: sort yeah. of. And, and, yep. and, and those presentations, usually they point you in the direction they want you to read in. So in that sense, there probably wouldn't have been the problem. They probably would have pointed you to the bottom of the page before you even saw the top of the page. But, like, for me, it's, like, you know, the way you normally read, you know, you, 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 you know, for us, Americans reading comics, you read from left to right, and to, for me, I read from fucking top to bottom, you Up know, bottom. like, you know, <laughs> like, that's, that's how we do it, you know, so, yeah.
2: Uh, oh, uh, one funny thing, when uh, they redo Deadpool's uh, transport harness, like, doesn't it look a lot like deadpool's like original like teleporting like harness like he has like on the original marvel legend and stuff
1: yeah sort of like a, like a little during the deadpool and cable like series he had that like circle on his chest or whatever so yeah like i know what you mean though
2: yeah yeah but uh but yeah what what do you think about split second mike
1: i kind of see what you're saying tony like i i like I don't know, maybe I was just focused on Deadpool's part of the action, but, like, yeah, he, like, I got, like, the guy's, like, motivation and all, but I guess I didn't, like, I, yeah, I didn't really, I guess, feel bad for him or anything, like, even, (laughs) you know, even though his son got killed or whatever, I just, there wasn't a lot of pathos, I guess, in it, so. Yeah, Yeah, the kid's brother, yeah.
2: Yeah, basically, the spoilers, but we've already talked about the whole thing. Basically, in the past, Carl Weathers' son gets killed, so he makes the split-second suit, but he, like, gets mad at the younger brother saying, you know, he failed or something of like that, but he gets too old to use the suit, so his brother takes up the mantle of the suit to go save his brother in the past.
3: <laughs> that about right? Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, exactly.
1: I really liked this, and, like, like I I don't hate Jerry Dugan's Deadpool run or anything, but, like, I kind of, I kind of missed, like, Fabian Nicieza's Deadpool, like, so this was, this was, you know, I, I, I always, like, no matter what the quality is, if you bring back an old creator, I'm always gonna be interested, like, because, you know, this guy was, like, cool, like, once, like, maybe he can be cool again, there's always that kind of opportunity, so.
3: Yeah, yeah, or, you know, they, they, they knew what they were doing at the time, so odds are, you, you put that same, you know, those same elements together, you know, it's hard to recapture lightning, but sometimes there's certain formulas that just, you know, they're, they work, you know.
1: And, you know, like, like, Nicies is an old, like, hand at this, so it's like, he, he, when he last, like, wrote Deadpool, like, Deadpool wasn't married, he didn't have a kid, like, he didn't have a, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. team that he, like, was part of, like, there was so so many, like, elements in this that, like, he did not know of, so, well, I think he handled them all, like, pretty flawlessly. Yeah,
3: yeah, well that, you know what that is? That's the mark of a, Professional, A fucking professional. It's not this Bendis fucking horse shit where they don't read anything and they just make up their own crap and just go with whatever it is. Like, he was given an assignment. He, he meta says it in the goddamn book where he says the assignment was A, to rectify fucking Cable's fucked up continuity, B... To you know, he goes through the whole list of whatever editorial yeah. or or wh- whoever hired him said this is what the purpose of this series is and and he went through the whole a b c d bullet points of all of them and and you know not for nothing but he did uh, you know uh, w- whatever my thoughts are on you know some of the you know little hidden commentaries in it he he met all the directives that he was given and he also made things funny and 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 brought back some nice sense of nostalgia for you as a, a cable and Deadpool reader Mike, and all those things so i mean i think overall he accomplished exactly what he set out to do and and this was an enjoyable read for the most part. So yeah, I'm 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 giving it, uh, you know, thumbs up as far as I'm concerned.
2: Um, I I didn't know anything about this like going into it, didn't even know it existed. And I've had a love hate relationship with uh, Deadpool. I love the character. I read him in the early '90s, and uh, it's it's it, I I call it the Spider Man syndrome with me. I like when a character who is funny. Is funny. I hate it when a, somebody who writes a funny character is bad at telling jokes, <laughs> which has happened with Deadpool sometimes. And Fabian just he knows Deadpool's humor. He knows how to write him, and you know he's he's really good with Cable too. I mean, he's run a lot of Cable, so he knows that character. So uh to kind of like what Derek was saying and Mike, you know, to me it's like yeah, sometimes you can't catch that lightning in a bottle, but sometimes like. Look at George Perez. He could draw like you know a huge superhero team montage in like 1987, and then like 20 years later, he could do another big huge superhero montage, and you're like, that's just as fucking good as it was back then. You know, like he hasn't lost his step. And you know, that's that's what I got from this. It was it was, it was new enough that it had new stuff I didn't know about, like the Shield Strike Team, Cable being really fucked up. I just thought he disappeared off the map. I didn't know that. The character actually had, you know, aged and stuff like that, but I never felt lost. Like, you know, he didn't hold my hand, but Fabian gave me the information I needed, so I knew where the story was, where Deadpool was, where Cable was, and there was at no point where I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And that's that's a good story to me, especially when I'm laughing at shit and, you know, getting, like, the jokes and stuff, so, like, not to sound, you know... (laughs) Lame, but uh, you know, do more shit like this. Do do more fun stuff like this. Like, I've, I've, that's always been my my outlook for comics in general. Make them fun, and this was a fun comic.
0: It's JL May. We're covering the Silver Age. This J.L. May A comic event from Mark Wade. We're crossovering a podcast There's 12 of us involved Get it in your ear holes This J.L. May We'll tell you all about the Silver Age. It's not great, but it's okay. We really have to warn you it has the controversial one where Mark Miller wrote the lead. But it also has some good stuff TikTok style, H. Metal. Challenges of the unknown. Green Lantern, Flash, patrol of Doom The seven soldiers of victory. I.
1: annual J.L. May event is upon us once more. 2018, we're reading The Silver Age from 2001. The journey begins in the podcast Justice's First Dawn and continues in the shows Relatively Geeky, Coffee and Comics, Supermates, Waiting for Idle Idlehead of Diablo, The Longbox Crusade, The Lantern Cast, Batgirls and Oracle, Comic Reflections, Cosmic Treadmill, The Fire and Water Podcast. Do you know
0: it's The day it came out in 2000. We got it right. Mm-hmm. And we're ready for some fun. Do, Do you know no. it's a all.
1: It all begins this time. Read the
0: books, listen to the podcast too, read the the books, books. listen Listen to to the the podcast podcast too, read the the books, books. let them know they'll
1: made something, something.
3: think that we're pretty much concluded in our discussion on Deadpool and Cable split second. So, if you have any comments, questions, and or concerns you want us to send you some chimichangas, you can email fanholspodcast at gmail.com. We are, of course, on the fanholspodcast.blogspot.com. You can find the backlog of all episodes of comics, motherfucker. Do you read them? On the blog spot, we have other spinoff shows. In addition, we've got the fanholes podcast proper. We've got Mobile Suit Mondays, Transformers Tuesdays, Toku Thursdays, Sentai Saturdays. We've got Big in Japan, where we talk about anime. And we have Justice, not entirely dissimilar to Lightning, a Thunderbolts podcast. So if you've liked this show, we hope you consider checking out all the other shows we have on the network and until the next time this is gonna be derek derek wc signing off i get a sniffy when i see x-man with cables shield and yeah <laughs> hey
1: it's mike why is my flashing eye on that side now
2: <laughs> hey this is uh tony and no
0: oats. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Reed. It
0: really was. I think mean, huh.
3: you, yeah, you need to exit with some some Notes music. Uh. <laughs> it would
1: only be yes appropriate.
2: Private spies they're, they're watching, watching you, you.
0: watching <laughs> your every move.
2: They do. <laughs> Private eyes. Uh. <laughs>
0: watching you. Private, Private eyes. eyes watching <laughs> you, watching you